Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And last week, Doug, we talked about my trip report to Walt Disney Mm -hmm. World. And Mm -hmm. this week, we're talking about your trip report. But, Doug, we just missed each other by, what, a day and a half? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Basically, we had enough time to record an episode, and then I left. And I literally just got off an airplane less than two hours ago. Uh, Which is exactly like our episode last week, where I got off an airplane and we recorded as well. Yep, so here we go. Next time, we need to just go together. We do. We do. Enough with the wives and and everything like that and the kids. You and I need to do a trip sometime. How about that? Yep, we'll get that planned in the next few weeks, okay? I like it. Well, first, Doug, before we get into your trip report, we do need to give a shout-out to our new Patreons because we don't have just one new Patreon. No, Doug, we don't have just two or three, but we have four new Patreons we must announce. Wow, that's a lot. I hope you have all these names ready to go. I do, and I'm really excited, and thank you so much to all of our Patreon members. I love this community, talking Disney, Mm -hmm. sharing on the page, just new friends. It's been really awesome. Yeah, they can share on the community page and create their own little rope drop world. It's been pretty cool, and so we have four of them. The first one, Courtney, Jeremy, a uh, churro-level Patreon. Mm -hmm. We have Christina, who is Dole Whip, as well as Leanne Stella and Eric Renecki. I'm sorry if I messed up on that name, but Mm -hmm. you guys are Dole Whip level, and thank you so much for supporting the podcast, helping us grow the show, and then being a part of the community that gets bonus episodes, swag, and all sorts of fun things. Yeah, thank you very much, and I hope you enjoy the after shows. We've had a lot of good ones recently, too. We like to have guests on and special ones, uh, so I think those are really good. So if you are wondering what those are all about, we will have a link in our show notes to our Patreon page. And thank you so much to our new Patreons. That means the world to us, and we hopefully are giving you the content that you want. Yeah, and all our after shows, they're very different from week to week. Oh, very much so. Like, there's not one show that would, they're like, they're not real repetitive. So, yeah. You never know what you're getting, that's for sure. No, no, you don't. Because we're usually tired and a little bit looser with what we say. That's true. Yeah. I like Mm. the Patreon episodes. They're my favorite. So, but Doug, we need to talk about this week. Your trip report, Walt yes. Disney World, missing me yes. by a day and a half. I waved at you on the airplane, yeah, I guess. Yeah, kind of. I guess, yeah. I had two bonus like. days, and then you went down. Now, you went down for a different reason. You went down for some NFL football. I did. We went. That's what originated the trip. And then Michelle and Alex, her coworker, were planning a trip to uh, kind of get the gist of operations of Star Wars Land at Disney World. So then we kind of combined the two, and so I got to hang out with uh, my wife and Alex 
for the rest of the trip. So, yeah, it was a little different going to NFL game in Florida in September. Um, it was fun. Tell me who you went with, what was it like, uh, your teams, everything. Well, I flew down on Saturday afternoon. Unfortunately, not a good football game on Saturday for us, Derek. We won't. No, we lost to uh, Colorado. That was depressing. You, you know the saddest part of that that I haven't told anybody this yet, but my wife. So I watched the first half on the airplane. I flew Southwest, watched live TV, and then I knew our plane wasn't like a normal Southwest paint job, and I couldn't see it all until I left it and kind of turned the corner at MCO and looked back at it. It was the stinking Colorado flag plane. Well, this is all your fault. I That's flew the end of Rope Drop Radio. Thanks, Colorado guys. For... Flag plane. If you, like, now, we probably have up. some Colorado listeners, so we congratulations. I know that. But Doug and I are both graduates of the University of Nebraska. If you're just tuning oh. into this for the first time. We are uh, not ashamed of it either. We are not at all. In fact, no. you can't see this, but Doug is wearing a Husker shirt right now. Yeah. Yep. So... It's it's a tough loss, but it's a new year. Scott yeah, Frost so is our coach. We might make some football references throughout this yes. podcast and many mm-hmm. more, but yeah, yeah that's this... that's depressing. That was not a great way to start a Saturday. No. So back to Disney. So then yeah, I Disney, get in line for... yay! That's what the podcast yeah. is all about. I took Magical Express. I was staying one night at All Star Movies, my first time to ever stay at All Stars. So now I just have Old Key West and the campground, Fort Wilderness campgrounds or cabins left i'm and assuming then I one day everywhere. michelle is going to make us camp together i think that's where she'll stick us at some point yes probably in september when it's a thousand degrees like the surface of the i sun. can't wait for that trip uh-huh no sleeping will be done because you'll be sweating but uh so stay to all-star movies um magical express i was in a big giant line everybody else had no line so the all-stars you can tell they are the uh the cheapest ones and they treat you that way um but i did get there it took like an hour 10 hour 20 after i got off my plane i mean i got off and i zipped right to the line and went right through um bus ride um movies is the last one to get stopped at so that was fun um but my room was recently refurbished i was told i was the first one to ever stay in it Ooh, after that's it opened nice. just U- a little usb weird. ports all over the place. Yes. All over the place. Disney has listened to the podcast. Uh-huh. They agree with me. It's it's very nice. Maybe it could have my only complaint, like a hair more Disney inside, which I think is the same thing for all of their refurbishments. They're getting a little less Disney, but I don't know that that's why you stay there. Um, there was enough that has the fold down table bed like they did at Pop or um, at Art of Animation in the suites. So if you only are using one bed, you have a nice table and chairs. If not, it folds down, and uh, you have your other bed. It was a good room. Um, you could tell I was the first one in there because, like, there was dust in the bathtub, which is not something you normally ever see. So Did um, you take a bath? No. When I ran the shower and I stepped in it, oh, like, okay. you could see, like, little clumps of wet dirt like, oh, and so the toilet randomly kind of halfway flushed about every 30 minutes, I learned. Um, and so while That's I was the waiting, all stars. Yeah. So I was in a brand new toilet. Right. So when I was waiting the next morning in the lobby for my ride, um, I told them about the phantom flushes um, and they're like, oh, and 
they that's when I learned I was the first one to ever stay in the room. So they were very happy. I told them about the phantom flushes because it flushed so aggressively, it got the toilet seat wet. And so I was like, how is it wet all the time? So there you go. But the refurbishments are great, very nice refrigerator, coffee maker, all that sort of stuff. Big, giant TV. I mean, too big for the room that it's in, let's be honest. Um, so that was the all-star movies. I was there one night. Um, I got a few snacks that night before. You Kind of a typical food court. Very nice. Lots of good options. Um, that night, though, I went to Epcot. And the reason I chose yeah, Epcot first. Yeah, it was the first, last night for yeah, a lot of things there. A lot of things closed that night. I threw it out on Twitter, like, should I go to the studios or Epcot? And uh, Studios was winning, but then my wife texted me separately and said, like, you know, this is the last night for Club Cool. Club Cool, cool. yeah. And I was like, done. R.I.P. Yeah, and I was going to say the next bus that came, I'll get on, and it happened to be Epcot, so that just worked out. But So I went to Club Cool, I had a Beverly, and then I, I poured one out for everybody that couldn't be there that night. Actually, everybody pours out a Beverly because you take one sip and you dump it in the trash can. If there's one thing I'm hoping Epcot brings back with the refurbishments is a Club Cool. Yeah, something, something along those similar. lines. Something similar. There's... There's very few places I love, and I'm glad we went uh, last week, Club Cool. It's just, it yeah. was, it's magical. Every time, five minutes in there brings me joy. It does. And, you know, there's enough drinks in there that are actually good. You don't have to get the Beverly. So the the Pineapple Fanta was oh, a fan. Oh, that's a great one. Yep. There's a melon one that's mm-hmm. also really good. Um, so there's a lot of good ones. And when it's hot, it's nice to go grab a little tiny shot of something refreshing and it's nice that that was offered so thank you to coca-cola for sponsoring that hopefully it finds its way back in um also the character spot was in its last night and it was 75 minute wait oh you did not wait in that i bet no i did not um starbucks also disappeared after that night which blows my mind it will be back in a week or two yeah but i can't believe it's not back the next day right like how did they not their coffee and I can tell you for a fact, there was no bulldozer the next day because I went and I looked, I took pictures. There wasn't even walls around it. All Are you sure there is... wasn't a guy on the corner selling coffee at that moment? No, there was not. There will be. Someone's there... making money yeah. right now. So um, I went on Soren. I also had something from the Food and Wine Festival. That's a really good review. Great job, Doug. Oh, I went to the uh, the From Fire booth right there by Innoventions, which is has an ESPN theme, like a college game day theme. And I got the uh, burger. It's like ground beef and mushroom mixed together in the, the patty. It was really good. It has onion straws on it. Um, highly recommend that booth that From the Fire. for If you want to be adventurous but you're not really adventurous, that's a good spot to go. Um, so that was my first night. Then I went back and watched some football, fell asleep. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Next day was the football game though. Yes. The whole reason why you went down, who'd you go with? I went with Mr. Kent Mullins. He's the at UCF Kent. He's kind of becoming our third partner to this show. A little bit, a little bit. So yeah, I went with Kent uh great time uh his family has five tickets i was fortunate enough to get to go i'm a chiefs fan so they're jaguar fans so it was the chiefs versus jaguars 
And really nice of them to invite a visiting opponent guest, first of all. That's, I mean, sportsmanship and just good people. And then they were really nice to me during the game. And it was a hard game for the Jaguars, not going to lie. But their stadium is gorgeous. They have this amphitheater on one end that just blew my mind. Like, they have concerts going on within the, the stadium, like, beforehand and afterwards. Just phenomenal and they open up their indoor practice facility and it's inside like you use your ticket to get in and then those activities are there a lot of stadiums are stuck in some distant parking lot outside where they have all these inflatables for the kids but they have that inside the stadium before the kickoff so it was pretty cool and then we uh were randomly walking past somebody they asked where our seats were or if we had good seats and kent's kind of lied and said no we don't have good seats so we got a ticket upgrade we were those people Nice. So we had to wear a hat that said some name of a lawnmower, which I can't even repeat. So really good advertising. And we had to follow this lady all the way up to these club seats and wave at the camera for a ridiculous long time. You got and on we, the big screen? We were on the big screen for way too long. And I put it on Twitter and somebody said, it looks like you're heading to your funeral or execution. Exactly right. I, One Chiefs fan and a was, bunch of Jaguars fans. Right? It was weird. And they filmed that way before kickoff. We never sat in those seats because we went back to Kent's seats because they were better. Okay. Yeah. There you go. And the game was awesome. Um, Kent, it's, it's like two-hour-ish drive there and back. I got to say something about the game, though. Yes. Because I know some of our listeners hopefully play fantasy football. I do. Uh-huh. I have Patrick Mahomes. Oh, three, nice. Congratulations. Three touchdowns. Yeah, you would think that, except the guy I was playing had Watkins. So basically cancel each other out. Yeah. Anyway, someone listening right now is doing what you did and like, oh, sorry. So I, I need someone to feel bad for me right now. Hashtag, I'm still a Packer fan. There you go. Kent, Jaguars, your Chiefs, I'm Packers. There you go if you're new to this show. Yeah, and I I got suckered into a fantasy football league with Kent, and his sister's also in it, and some other people. And uh, so I was talking about my fantasy football team a little bit with his sister. So she was – she was really fun to meet, too. I know Kendall listens every now and then, and she's out there doing a archaeology challenge while we record this. So hopefully she's completing like Clint, Kent did earlier today while wearing his Rope Drop Radio hat. Yeah, thank you very much, Kent, for doing that. That's a, a win for going to the game. He's wearing a Rope Drop Radio gear sponsoring us. I love it. Yeah. So uh, then went back to Orlando. Kent, has he's slightly addicted to Halloween Horror Night, so he went there. I am scared of everything. Yes, so you I are. did not. We do have a bonus episode that released this week that you and Kent yeah. recorded in the car. In the I car. I may have disagreed with your uh, background noise, but yeah. We did what we could to, to like, he, we turned the AC off and it was 90 some degrees. So, I mean, we could have rolled down the windows, honked the horn. Could have been worse, Derek. It could have been. I, I have a nice audio equipment set up that we bring, uh-huh. but no, you yeah. just do it on your phone. Anyway, uh-huh. if you haven't checked that out, uh, I'm really excited for Horror Nights this year. Ghostbusters House looks amazing. Yeah. So Kent gave a really good review this last week in a bonus episode. Check that out. Yep. But Doug, I'm disappointed you didn't go. I know, I know. I went back to Epcot, and I got, I went to the Hawaii booth, and I got the pork slider. It was really good, and I went to the uh, oh the port of entry area. Well, the, one of the permit booths they have a uh, like a festival menu, and they had multiple different types of poutine, you know, French fries with stuff on top of them, Canada style. 
So they had a beef brisket one that I got that was really good. So that's what I had for dinner um, that night. I went in there, had those, picked up my magnet from Mouse Gears, looked at the other annual pass holder stuff, and then I went back to the hotel room. At that time, Michelle and um, Alex were over at the Halloween party. So they were at the Halloween party. I was falling asleep in bed while Michelle was texting me. Wow, that's... Yeah, I was exhausted. I was exhausted. I was dripping in sweat all day long at that at that football game. It was so hot and humid. I was dead. I was I was done. There was a fork in me, and I and I knew the next morning we were doing Galaxy's Edge ridiculously early. Which is seven a.m. still? No, six a.m. Six a.m. still. Six a.m. extra extra magic hours at Hollywood Studios. Seven a.m. extra magic hours every day. Six a.m. for only park guests like people who stay on property correct yes extra magic hours which is what they should have done when i was there last week but they started when you were there no it was extra magic hours when you were there not not for off property could come at 6 a.m as well only on that first day it was extra magic hours when you were there not when i was the first three days were not extra magic hours and then they started yes they started after that because i actually had a chat with some locals and with some other people there that were hanging out with me at six or at four a.m. So they, they started that. Down. No, they started that actually as uh, Labor Day. So you mm. got to be the part of the first okay. group that got to go in which, early. And now it goes like that through like the end of October, yes, which early really November. Frustrates me, but yay, good job, Hollywood yeah. Studios, so, on getting the numbers up. So yeah, they it's extra extra magic hours, and we got there about. 520 we were maybe 20 30 people back from the rope i got there at 4 a.m doug i know not fair so we you were the first one on though we were not even close but we also knew that you know millennium falcon smugglers run has high capacity there's a lot of people that can get on that in an hour so we weren't real concerned about being the first ones there that's one of the nice things about that attraction is you don't have to be right at the front um, kind of like flight of flight passage. Of passage yep. If you're in that first fifty to hundred, you're fine. You're fine. You know, and kind of the same thing for Smuggler's Run. So we did that, and then we uh, ate a Ronto wrap, walked around a little, um, you know. But then we went into Toy Story Land and knocked out all three of Toy Story Land attractions. I went on Slinky Dog, then I couldn't walk straight for a few minutes. So Michelle and Alex went to uh, Alien Swirling Saucer while I slowly made my way over to Toy Story Mania. And then we did that. Michelle beat both of us. Wow. Nice job, Rope Drop Queen. (sighs) I got her back later in the trip, though. Um, So that was a little disappointing. Then Tower of Terror. Then they did Rock and Roller Coaster. And then they did Star Tours. Well, I just kind of follow them around and help. Which their was stuff. probably all in an hour because everyone's still yeah, at Galaxy's we were, Edge. It was basically walk-ons everywhere. Um, Tower of Terror, we walked straight into the pre-show. We yep. did not like slow down. We passed go and everything. I've never done that before. Same with Rockin' last week. It just blows my mind that Hollywood Studios is everyone is going to Galaxy's Edge. The longest we waited was for Toy Story Mania. And that's only because they were just running one of three tracks. Yep. And did you have to wait in line outside? They kind of took the goofy route around. Yep. Yeah. They're doing a remodel. I think they're putting a bigger shop in or something. Yep. They kind of built a little shop. By I the saw exit. that. So they're doing something. 
Who knows? Um, like, oh, we need a shop a year later? No kidding. We told you that, you know, two years ago. But hey, they listen to the show, Doug. <sighs> maybe, maybe they do. Um, we also met Mickey and Minnie, which they made me meet them by myself. I'm like, why? Just so they could laugh at pictures of me. Which I, I put is... one on our Twitter story. That was great. Or Instagram story. Instagram story. Sorry. There you go. Twitter doesn't have stories. You're right. Twitter. Twitter's above that. Um, failed to meet Amanda from uh, YouTube, the Happily Everett After. I am just missed her somehow at Mickey and Minnie. We were close. So close. And so far. And then after that, um, I think we went back into Star Wars because we had an Ogus. Yeah, we had an Ogus. And, uh, did you get some cocktails I, at Ogus? I did. I got the Bespin Fizz. Which is a non-alcoholic drink, but it was really tasty, and it's real bubbly and fizzes like comes off like smoke's coming off of it the whole time, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I got that. It was good. Doug okay. approved. Doug approved. Then, then we took the boat back to Beach Club. I took a nice nap because I got up at four something in the morning. Um. I think Michelle even took a nap. And Alex got awoken by someone power washing his window. Nice. Hey, they <laughs> got to stay clean. Yeah, he was at the boardwalk. I swear, every time we're at the boardwalk, they're like replacing light bulbs outside. And like you hear the scissor list going up like beep, 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 beep. So he had power washing. So he went into Epcot and did uh, some food and wine booths. And then we uh, met up with him. We did more food and wine. Kind of took it easy, strolling around World Showcase. We ate at the Alps. Um, Alex got the cheese and bread thing, which when it's 95 degrees, I didn't think I was in the mood for cheese. So I was like, nah, I don't need that. It was actually pretty good. Cheese is always good, Doug. And then uh, whatever meat it was. Meat is also always good. Yeah, I think it was venison or veal. I can't remember, but it was tasty. Um, kind of like a pot roast type thing. That was at the Alps. I got the apple strudel in Germany. Um, so they had a bunch sitting there under the old heat lamp because we were just walking up and ordering. And this is a Monday night. So we were just walking up, gra- like ordering their hand us the food. You could see all the apple strudel and I'm looking at them. I'm going like, oh, please don't give me that one because it was like half the size of all the others. And that's the one I got. Of course. I was pretty close to almost saying something, but I just didn't have the energy because it was too hot. So I got my apple strudel. Was it good at least? It was all right. So not... maybe you're not mad you didn't get a bigger one? <sighs> not really. No. Um, no. Not a problem there. We went on Frozen Ever After. It wasn't really a long line. And it's Weather Channel kept telling us it was going to start raining. So we're like, yeah, let's go on Frozen Ever After. Rode that. Yeah, it's not bad. It is what it is. My kids don't like it, so we don't usually go on it. But I think that's just their anti-frozen. Well, I'm still impressed because you were sending me pictures. The first week of September after Labor Day, really a great time to go. It really is. Hurricane or no hurricane affecting the crowds. It's one of the lowest crowd weeks of the year, partially because school just started on the East Coast. So nobody wants to take their kids out of school. And it literally feels like you're on the surface of the sun. Is that a correct? Direct, like, oh, I agree completely. I'm still sweating. And it was a week day. ago. 
97 with a huge, like the Heat index, index of, of like 1,000. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Well, you said a billion, a thousand. Somewhere yeah. in between those, that's the temperature in a, of Florida. In a week, I'll say a thousand. You're a week removed. You're saying a thousand. I'm a day removed. I'm saying a billion. It's but hot. It's hot. And like normally it gets up to like 91, 92. So the 97, like the locals were hot. Yes. Right? Like everybody was dying. And you know it's hot when you get in the boat from Hollywood Studios back to your hotel and they have the air conditioners on. I've never boats, had the AC on the Friendship Yeah. Boat. It was glorious. I don't know why they don't turn them on, but yeah, it was good. Um, then we continued after Frozen Ever After. We went down to La Cava. Alex put our name in to get a table. Because he's like, well, let's not stand in the line to stand inside. So he put his name down on the table. For a table, we went over Road 3 Cabaneros or Grand Fiesta Tour. There we go. Um, and then came back, waited a few minutes, and got a table. Went in. Um, Michelle had a margarita. I had a beer. We had chips and salsa and queso. That was really what I was excited about. And La Casa about. is celebrating 10 years right now. Yeah. Yeah. So they're old. It makes me feel really old. Is it 10 already? 10 already, oh, and it's still my favorite place on property to drive. I remember when that opened. I remember back in my... Were you even no. 21 when that happened, Doug? Yes, I'm kidding. You're old. I'm old. I'm old. So, yeah, they, La Cava was great as usual. Michelle wishes she would have gotten the avocado one. She tried something different. And like, that's why you don't try new nope. things, huh? Gotta go Just with stick the, uh, to the usual. same old thing you've gotten for a decade. Um then after that, we stopped by the Mexico booth. We were trying to avoid booths. Oh, no, it wasn't the Mexico booth. We were trying to avoid the booths that were like Japan, China, like the ones that had countries there because you yep. can, most of that food you can already get. Germany was the exception because I wanted apple strudel, and you can't get that readily available in Germany. Like Canada's is exactly just stuff from Le Cellier. Yep. Right? Except teeny tiny portions. Like – baby size um so it wasn't mexico it was the flavors of the caribbean or caribbean depending on how you like to say it and we got empanadas and alex and i both got empanadas they put a sauce on it i would recommend just asking for the sauce on the side because a little bit of it goes a long ways as far as spice um but that was really good and filling then um we headed over to the Appleseed, Johnny Appleseed one that's in Canada, kind of in the Circle Vision Theater because right now um, the movie is closed for Canada as they're redoing it. So they put a basically a booth in there, and uh, I got the apple pie slushy, and it was really Ooh, sweet. That sounds good. Really cold, just right. A little bit of crisp on top, like from apple crisp. I wish I got that. That was really good. Um, that would come highly recommended if you're looking for something sweet and cold in the Canada, like in the Circle Vision area. It was fantastic. Okay. Um, so that was food and wine for us. That's so did quite a few booths. There's still plenty I didn't do. There's there's a lot. Um, Alex did more today after we left, and then he's doing some tomorrow as well. So good he, job, Alex. He is yeah, the man. He's, yeah, he's getting the full report on the food and wine. Um, then I believe we went to bed. All right. What would you do the next day? Was this your Magic Kingdom day? Yes, we got up early at the Magic Kingdom, um, super early. We were 
the first on mine train. And when I say we, I mean you were Michelle the first Alex. ones at the park. I saw the pictures. No, there was a few people ahead oh, of okay, us. Okay, like three or but four they, people. Like, weren't very smart about walking. Like uh, you can go, folks. So it was real easy to basically uh, we were the first blah, ones blah, down blah, Main McKnight's Street. Were the first ones. Yeah, and uh, got they were the first on mine train. I took a picture of them going in because I splintered off and just kind of wandered until they got off. Which Wait, you do mine train? Why didn't you do that? Not often because it was so hot. When uh, it's hot, my motion sickness is worse. Or because Derek wasn't there. I you forced me into some things. I like, love to do that. Air pressure. I don't know. Um, plus, when like they go, it was two instead of somebody having a ride with a stranger. Um. So I didn't feel as bad skipping down on it. But then we did uh, – all right, let me try to get this order down. We did a lot. We you were just trying to see how much – we were trying to see how much we could do by lunch. That was our goal so that they could tell their clients, like, if you get there by 6 a.m., this is what you can do without working real hard. So here's what we did. Mind train – and, like, we didn't run, but we didn't also dawdle. All right, mind train, Peter Pan, Winnie the Pooh, um – from there, I believe it went Space Mountain, Buzz Lightyear, which I did while they were on space. And then, man, I'm already not doing a very good You're job. Of Galactic Hero, though, on Buzz for you. Galactic Hero. So my first time through, I got Galactic Hero real fast on the right gun. So then I started playing with the left gun, and I got to 400 and some thousand. I'm proud of you. I was, I was so close You're to close. the double. I know. I put it on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I, we've heard rumors that people have been able to do Galactic Hero on Someday. both guns. It's like so my one life's, day Doug will do it. Life's mission now. So the second time through, I got Galactic Hero for Michelle. Um, and then and like on her actual shooting, she didn't even beat my left-handed second gun from the first run. It's pretty sad. You know she sponsored um, this show. We should probably say she got a Galactic Hero or something. Okay. Oh no. Okay. We don't need nope. To. Doug's proud. Um. Yep. So then after after Buzz, we were going to do Tomorrowland Speedway. We were like, nope, we don't need to stand in that line. So then we went to Starbucks for Alex. And uh, the nice thing about Starbucks is they give nice big glasses of ice water for free. So it's the best place on property to get your free ice water because you get a lid, you get a straw. But and you do have to wait in line. Big. Yeah. So if one person in your party is going already, have them get an ice water for everybody. That's a good tip. That's a, a good tip. Starbucks ice water is wonderful. Thank you, Alex, for every time you got it. However, we did have to keep going to Starbucks. Anywho, um, so you got Starbucks, and then uh, the rope dropped for Adventureland and uh, what's the other? Frontierland. So then Thunder Splash was down. So then Pirates Jungle Cruise, where we may have had our worst skipper in the history of skippers. He just kind of like thought he was funny, and he laughed at his own jokes, Derek. Okay. Comedians don't laugh at their own jokes. No. They were bad. There was a point where I said jokes to Michelle so that she could have some entertainment. It Which is bad. funny because we just did uh, Jungle for probably my one millionth time and had the best skipper ever on our last time on it. Well, I've had a bad skipper before, though. We've had some bad ones that yep. I, I've thought been bad, but this guy was really like he rushed through the jokes. Yeah. It was also nine a.m. and there was like seven people on the boat, you know, and then three of them immediately were like, "Oh my god, this guy is bad." So, like, he took too long to deliver the Jungle Book joke, 
Like he added a whole extra sentence. Like, buddy. I've I've had but... a bad one. I remember my worst one. They missed the backside of water jump oh, completely. Yeah. Nope. He he did it just not well. Like the jungle the jungle book joke where they have the book sitting in the jungle, right? Yep. Might be the weakest joke of but the you whole time. Time it right. Yeah, my my favorite skipper I've ever had made fun of the joke. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, so it was it was good. I um, consider a good skipper one that hits me with something I haven't heard. Yeah. So then we got Splash in there. Um, we did some other things. We did it all. We did every show ride. Every you show. Went to, uh, did you go to uh, Mark Twain or uh, Tom Sawyer? Yes. Sorry, yes. We went to the island. We did the raft over and back. We did Hall of Presidents. We did Country Bears. We did Tiki Birds. We got a Dole Whip. Uh, we even ate lunch at Columbia Harbor House. We saw Carousel Progress, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. This is not normal for normal In, times no. of the year. This is the first week of September after Labor Day. We did Enchanted Tales with Belle. The only two fast passes we did was uh, Tomorrowland Speedway and Enchanted Tales with Belle. Just, they were readily available. We just picked those up when we wanted them. Um, yeah, it was like we did Dumbo, Barnstormer. We did not meet any characters, though. Um, so that's a whole other thing. But we did, it, we did everything minus... Um, a Main Street vehicle for any of those archaeology people out there. They're going to be screaming like, did you do the Main Street vehicles? No, we didn't do it. Because when we set out, we were just seeing how much we could do by lunch. And then it was like, we only have these few things we have left to do. Why don't we just do it all? And so that became the new goal. And we even like sat down and Michelle and Alex both made phone calls for work. And I took a nap. At the park. At the park. Yeah, in That's Columbia impressive House. to do all of that in yeah. before lunch. I, yeah, unheard well, the, of. The nap was after lunch, so the well, nap was course, like. Well, of course, you have to feed and then yeah. take a nap. And no, I get a, it. Yeah, so the nap was like at two. Like Columbia Harbor House was like empty upstairs, so they made work phone calls. I kind of laid my head down on the table, and then they said I snored a hair. I and, believe uh, them completely. <laughs> I know you well enough. So yeah, I even had a nap in there and uh i mean we had starbucks columbia harbor house and a dole whip it was a solid day well you texted me and i was just kind of shocked because i felt like we did a lot in our magic kingdom day with extra magic hours you put us to nothing, shame nothing like yeah and like i could keep up so we weren't moving that fast really i mean we weren't there was a few archaeology people running around too. We uh, Haunted Mansion, there's one I forgot to list. We did do that. Um, but yeah, we were just seeing like what could you do? So what could they tell their clients to expect to accomplish? But these 7 a.m. open 7 a.m. extra magic hours are awesome because they're not the only extra magic hours. Once they go back to having one park have extra magic hours, this does not happen anymore because the extra magic hour is great. However, the hours following it, so many people come in because it's where Disney's telling them to go. Yep. Right. So right now, like the unexperienced guests, they're like, well, where do we go? Disney has all these. Oh my goodness. So it's spreading the crowds perfectly evenly, which is, it's wow. doing what it needs to do, but it's, it's going to be a game changer so well. in a couple weeks, months, maybe. 
October will be interesting because it gets a lot busier. Like October is busy enough. There are no discounts. Yep. That's how busy October is. So buckle up. We'll, we'll learn more. But Magic Kingdom was awesome. Then after that, Alex stayed to go to the Halloween party that night because uh, he has that uh, season pass. So I think he just wanted to max out that and kind of do things a different speed than they did the day before for telling his clients. And we went uh, back to the room. Michelle worked for about a half hour. Then we went over to Oga's and had a beverage and then rode Smuggler's Run. Um, talked to some nice people while we we're getting our drinks. Both trips to Oga's, we got a little – the stand-up tables. Met did you some get really reservations, nice by the way? Yes, you have okay. to have a reservation to get in. Yep. yep, that's the only way you're getting in unless you rope drop it in the morning, which who needs a drink at 6 a.m.? Uh, there are people. I guess if it's the only time you can go, just stay up all night, then it's still the day before. Um, you went to the Jaguars game at noon. I'm sure there are people tailgating. Oh, I'm sure there people were. People go to Oga's early enough. It's okay. Yeah, so both times we were in Oga's, met some super nice people, had good chats, conversations. So if you guys are listening, it was nice to meet you. Um, and then we went on Smuggler's Run again, and we were talking to some uh, a nice couple from the UK, and they, uh, they'd they been on it three times already, and they hadn't been a pilot yet. So then, of course, I get handed a pilot card, and so did Michelle. And Alex and I were pilots earlier the day before. So Alex and I, by the way, probably the best set of pilots. I feel insulted because you, you and I have not flown so together I, yet. Someday, Derek, we'll we'll get it. But I, we, I mean, I think we had the max score. We're just perfect okay. pilots. Okay. Just heads I'm up. not envious at all of Nobody this should conversation. Be. Yeah. Um, but so we gave our pilot cards to this couple. I'm going to so call Alex in real it. quick. He can take over as co-host <laughs> since he's a co-pilot. He's still at Disney World. So, um, but yeah, we let this other couple. And so I did not wear a patch on this trip because Michelle was really worried about this. I'm like, I need to try a uh, smuggler's run without a patch so that I can see if I even need it. And when I was a pilot, perfectly fine. No problems whatsoever. And then I was an engineer, which I think the engineer seat is the worst for, you know, motion sickness. Really? And I did just I did just fine. I did okay. Our pilots were pretty good. You know, I also said, like, don't suck or I'll scream at you or puke on you, one of the two. I might have made them a hair nervous. I don't know. I only screamed once. You know, get behind the train. If you don't yell, get behind the train at the pilots as the gunner or the the engineer, you're not doing your job. I'm just going to say that everybody should get yelled at when they're a pilot at least once. Because there's a time where you can't get behind the train yet, but it's telling you to be behind the train. Like, no matter how good a pilot you are, it lines you up in the wrong spot to start with. And so that's when everybody needs to yell, get behind the train at, at their pilots, whether you know them or not. Okay. Or whether they're a five-year-old or a 60-year-old. And if it's a five-year-old or a six-year-old, make sure that they know you are actually steering the attraction. And if you are not up to that, here is my card, and I will take that from you. I am not shy to say that. I would have said it to any parent of a five-year-old that's going to do that because, like, I would puke on you. If your kid sits out there and just slams it back and forth, it totally ruins it. I'm not going to lie. There you go. That was uh, part of our so Patreon Fox. show last week that we discussed. But yeah, I'm <sighs> a three-year-old pilot. Yeah. Oh, same yeah. Thing. Yeah. So I'm, after hearing that, I'm not going to be shy about saying something to that parent. No, like, I agree. 
Like the parent should pilot. The kid doesn't need to. They'd be um, a gunner. The, the perfect job for him is the gunner, not even the engineer, because the engineer has to shoot the harpoon. The gunners have to shoot a missile at some point, but it's a big flashing light. They shouldn't miss it. Um, but yeah, so uh, they were good pilots. We met good. some nice people. And then we... Uh, hopefully they're still listening after that, all right? Hopefully. Yeah. Then um, we did Toy Story again. I beat Michelle, thank goodness. There you and go. Man back. card back to you. Yeah, then we went back to the room. And uh, then nice early morning the next day. It was early, Derek. Very, very Is this early. yesterday or today? Today. Oh, today. All right. Hey, we're, we're finally today. up to the... It's like Spaceballs where you're watching this now. But today. It's today, yes, got it. All right. The past is the present, and the present is the present's past. I had a hard time even keeping up with this trip, Doug. It was confusing for me too. So we did rope dropped Animal Kingdom, seven a.m. extra magic hours, just like um, Magic Kingdom. However, they only have like four attractions open. Thus, why so, we did not go for extra magic hours, Doug. Yeah, it's um, it's Avatar, both Avatar rides. And then they open Dinosaur and uh, Triceratops Spin. That's it. That's it. Yep. That's all she wrote. So we did... Opposite Navi sides River, of the park. Navi River Journey for the first time since... Was it as amazing as I had a week ago? <sighs> Absolutely is the I correct mean, term, Doug. There's some neat parts to it. It's really well done. You need to go on it at least once. I agree. At but 7 a.m., is it worth it? <sighs> No, okay. um, but man, the, the wait time, like when we left Pandora was 25 minutes for flight of passage. That's insane. So you could show up at like seven 30 and wait 25 minutes. Then we went to safari, waited about 10 minutes for it to open. And then it might've been the worst safari I've ever been on. Really? Why is that? There was no Ancoli cattle, no antelope, no wildebeest, no elephants, so if you're going to open a ride at 8 a.m., you need to have Get the attractions. The animals I understand there. they're on a schedule, blah, blah, blah. You can't blah, really blah, make blah. animals do what you want them to do, Doug. Mm, you set their food out there. They're, they, you can you can do it. I. The, it's not like they're unionized. I'm going to be honest. They're wildebeest. They move around and they eat. The same thing, elephants. Open the gate, put the food out there. Guess where they're going to go, right? They might be going to McKnight and wanting to sleep in a little bit. You never know. They got two months of this schedule. You need to get the animals on the schedule. They could have started doing the schedule two months before. Every day, a couple minutes earlier, it would have been just fine by 8 a.m. But you can't open an attraction at 8 a.m. if the attraction is not open. We basically saw giraffes, and it's really easy to see giraffes because they only sleep for like 20 minutes a day so giraffes are just there um and then we saw some cheetahs which is bizarre um and like one rhino and of course the hippos and crocodiles were there as always because they don't go anywhere that was it no warthogs no i that's why i try to do that attraction at nine Nine to ten, that window is amazing, and I I know it's when it normally opens. It's when we were able to do it. It works perfect every time. We have rope dropped that one so many times at 9 a.m. The 8 a.m. opening of the safari is not not worth it. Get a fast pass for like 9.30. Perfect. 
guarantees that things are going to be out there. Don't um, do middle of the day because it's hot and they all take a yeah. nap. And like the, there was no lion today when we were there. But like I never have an expectation to see a lion. If I see a lion, it's just like, oh. I've seen a lion every time. I love so it. partway through, I made a joke about, you know what? There's no elephants out here. But as long as I see an ostrich egg, I'll be fine. Those ostrich eggs have been 10 years not hatched. Oh, they've been longer, Derek. Well, They're just, opening day I have a picture of them from 10 years now, I know. I have a picture from 19 or 2002 of them unhatched. They've been there since the opening day. They outlasted Little Red and Big Red. Oh, that's a whole different podcast, but yeah. Yeah, so not recommended to do that. That's why we went to try it out. Then went, they walked onto Everest. Um, I wasn't even ready to take their picture because there's a photo spot of Everest when they come down the one hill. I'm still standing there waiting, watching for them, and they walked up behind me. Like, what you doing? Like, you, I, I missed them. And then uh, did Triceratops spin. We each had our own dinosaur. Nice. I saw the video yeah. on Facebook. I was like, what am I going to do? Oh, let's just make a video real quick. And then um, – and also from that video, um, Keenan from uh, – what is Keenan's podcast called? Oh, my goodness. I can't remember. Part of your world? No. Part of our there you world. Go. Part of our world. Yeah, part of our world podcast. Keenan questioned the fact that I can do spinners but not other things. And yeah, I don't understand it either, Keenan. I, I can do. I spin- got kicked out of that, kicked off that ride last week. So you got on it, I didn't. Well, I behaved myself. I That's sat down better than and I put on my seatbelt. My almost two year old. Yep, to behave, parent Derek, parent. Um, no, I'm joking. Um, just so, like the animals, two year olds do what they want to do. I suppose. And so uh, we did uh, Triceratops, then we did Dinosaur, which. I don't know why I can do dinosaur either. That's a bigger conundrum. It's all in your head, Douglas. I mean, sure. But so did dinosaur. And then we met Mickey and Minnie. We waited the longest for Mickey and Minnie of anything. And then we uh, headed back to our room to get ready to head to the airport. Took an Uber back to the room. Uber to the airport. Because we had already missed our magical express time. And uh, here I am. I'm Back home. safe and sound home recording the podcast, a true oh, Disney podcaster. Talk about where I stayed other than all star movies at all, Derek. You did I say Beach Club. Did I? Yeah. I, I stayed you... at Beach Club. It was yeah. very nice. Yeah. Moved there because once Michelle got there, she was not she staying. She wasn't at staying at the All Stars. No, no, of course not. All, you know what? All you do is sleep. All Stars works fine. I um, agree. I would be honest, I wouldn't be afraid to take an Uber or two, but then again, there goes some of your savings. But then if any level I take an Uber or two, it's like it costs us eight dollars from breaking the bank. Animal Animal Kingdom to um Beach Club. So yeah, that's pretty rough. You throw a tip on there. It's not that bad. Time that versus bad. spending. We it, it was either out. It allowed us to see Mickey and Minnie, and they forced me to get more awkward pictures. Which are my favorite pictures, Doug being awkward with characters. At some point, Michelle will do a montage of awkward Doug pictures, I'm sure. I will pay money for that. In fact, that should be a Patreon-only type thing. I don't know. People will love that. In fact, my favorite is uh, Michelle posted a picture. You guys have been married for, what, I don't know, 17 years, give or take? Yep. 
Yep, 17 years. And she posted a picture from your honeymoon, because you guys honeymoon there. Yep. You had an awkward picture with a character even 17 years ago, Doug. You just, I am who I am, Derek. I don't know no I buts about it. it. It's, you guys I haven't, haven't aged in 17 years. You're still both baby faces, but I've, you're I've, still awkward with characters. I've grown outward. Well, that's because you keep posting pictures on social media of eating donuts and Mountain Dew for breakfast. I did. I posted all my breakfasts because they seem quite controversial. Um, people like to give me nutrition. You even said, you know, you can eat a carrot. Yes. One to me on this trip. I would love it. And uh, you're my so, uh, you're my dentist and my one of my best friends, Doug. I want you to live longer. So we had all the Halloween candy that Michelle got. So the one morning I had a Diet Coke and Halloween candy. And then the next morning, because I got crap for eating candy for breakfast, um, I just decided to go with the Diet Coke. And that was our Magic Kingdom day. And that was kind of a mistake because I was running on empty and Alex and Michelle were not stopping for food for a while. I was like, come on, guys. let's." So we ate finally at like 11.10. But when you start at 7, that's a lot. Did you guys do Mickey's Not So Scary? I know Michelle did. did no, you? I did not. Michelle did it. Um, Alex did it twice. So the projection, the pictures they took. Oh, it's amazing. Like you said, it's just ridiculous. Just, we might we might have to do a kind of a episode where we talk about that party. I think this is the best party, especially some of the other people I've heard like jump from last year to this year. So yeah, that that projection mapping. If you have the ability to go right now, if you still have time, make a trip, buy a ticket, go. Wow, that and that's a big recommendation because last year Derek was basically done with Mickey's Not So Scary Hall. Now I'm back. Yes. We're not yeah. going next year, though, so we're good. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. We have a trip with our kids at fall break at the end of October. I don't think Mickey's Not So Scary is on the agenda because the price just goes up the closer you get to Halloween. So I don't think we're planning on doing that because it would also be five tickets. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, that is your trip in a nutshell. A lot you guys uh-huh. did. Definitely worth going the after Labor Day, first week of September. I think you recommend it. We recommend it. I know a lot of our listeners have asked us, when are the best times to go? This is one of those times because then you start getting the fall breaks, late September, October, November, and then holidays. So Mm -hmm. this is the time. So definitely start looking at maybe next year. Yep, next year, September. the, The two things you have to be aware of if you book early September, Labor Day, is, is hurricane season, so always book travel insurance in case you have to extend your vacation. Wait, it would what? Cover that actually happens? Hotel rooms. Oh, that totally happened last yeah. week to me. Yeah, like it would pay for your hotel rooms, reimburse you for food up to a certain dollar amount. If you have to buy clothes because you're staying there up to a certain what? dollar amount. Oh, yeah, I have a new shirt because of that. Right? So that's why you get travel insurance in September. And then the other thing you have to be aware of is it is freaking hot. The other reason no, I needed a new shirt. I I I packed double socks, double underwear for this trip. For the trip. record, for the first time ever, Doug, I did not run out of socks. That's good because in September you need as many socks as you can get. That's true. I bought a whole pack, and so I'd like double the socks. I was not going to let you make fun of me for not having enough socks. That's good. That's I good. had a whole extra suitcase full of socks. 
uh, this is my sock suitcase, sir. Um, yes. TSA would have a field day with you. They would. So, like, really? There you go. Like, you never know. Uh, so there you go. That was uh, the McKnight trip. Definitely really awesome that you guys were able to get that down there. You did a lot. And so mm-hmm. I think that's a big tip going early September. Uh, I think it's really neat that all the parkeology eyes are able to get every attraction in. I mean, all the times are being broken right now, Doug, as we speak. Yeah, these crowds are just not there which is phenomenal. Definitely not what it was last year. Who knows what it's like this year, but I think of anything, if you do want a trip that is low crowds, talk to Michelle right now. Her email's in the show notes and get something on the books for next year. That'd be a great idea, folks. Great idea. I think so. And so anything else, lasting tips, advice from this trip? Did you have any fails, Doug? Anything Um... we can laugh at you with? Oh, I'm sure there are. Usually it's Michelle and Alex laughing at me. Ah, jeez. I don't – nothing real major because we weren't real like well, – You took a while to get back. You did have some flight delays. We had a little like a f- about 50-minute flight delay in Chicago. Our flight from Orlando to Chicago was half full, which is crazy. We did fly on September 11th. Um so you, you think a lot about September 11th when you're in an airport. Um, you know, every September 11th, you think a lot about that. You always go right back to the moment you found out, that sort of stuff, like where were you? Um, so have that conversation with the kids again tonight because we try to make sure we do that. But the airports were real empty, so I kind of wonder if a lot of people are like, no, we're going to just stay a day later or we'll leave a day earlier to avoid flying on September 11th. I it would be a real interesting little study oh, to see if flight bookings are down on September 11th, but it was a real cheap day to fly, which is part of why we came home on September 11th. It was like half the price of September 12th, and now that I flew on an empty plane basically, um I'm thinking that might have been why it was so cheap. All right. Good There's to know. a A tangent travel side note of September 11th. Um, Yeah. And if you want more September 11th related stuff, go back to our uh, my October cruise trip report where we talk about New York because we went to the September 11th memorial and everything in the museum. That was really cool. There we go. All right. Episode in there. All right. Well, that is – I'm glad you made it back safe and sound. We're recording this a little bit later than we normally do. Yep. Uh, but it's better than when I had to miss a day because we got delayed by a hurricane. Yeah, so next time, Doug, I really think you and I need to figure our schedules out and get down there at the same time. We do. We definitely are due. For sure, June 2020, maybe hopefully earlier, but uh, that that is the next for sure Rope Drop Radio trip. There we go. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening and living vicariously through Doug's trip, my trip last week. And, of course, who did all the booking and the travel planning for both of our trips? That's, of course, Michelle McKnight, the Rope Drop Queen. Her email is in the show notes. Hit her up for a free quote if you're thinking about going. And, of course, not only September, but there are many great times to go. In fact, Doug, there's never really a bad time to go to Mm -hmm. Disney. No, no, there, there is not. Just book a trip and go. Enjoy Star Wars, Rise of the Resistance, December 5th. So I think it's going to be a wonderful time to go and check that all out. But that is all the time that we have because we definitely got to do more Patreon stuff. So again, huge shout out to our four new Patreon members. Thank you so much. Enjoy the bonus content that will be coming to you this week. And 
If you want more information on that, check out the show notes or our website, wdwropedroppers.com. And be sure to follow us on all the social medias at Rope Drop Radio. But for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio. Thank you so much.